Throughout my 20-year journey as an entrepreneur, I've seen more growth, progress, and profits from one project more than any other. If you're looking to take your business or your life to the next level, I think you should start a podcast. And here's why. If you do it right, the logistics are simple, and it's so fulfilling and rewarding and inspiring. And it is a long-term strategy for whatever you want more of in your life. Being the host of your own podcast is like writing a book. It makes you an expert on your topic. Whether you want to start a lifestyle brand or generate more sales for something you already have going on, or maybe you have no idea where you would want the podcast to go, but you know what you would be awesome talking about, yes, let's do that. First, I'm going to jump inside your head and give you rebuttals to all the things that would stop you from starting. Aren't there already too many podcasts? Am I late to the game? Would anyone even listen? Guess what? Everyone who's ever started a podcast has thought those same things and then did it anyway. In this episode, I'm going to explain why I think you should have your own podcast, the benefits it can bring to your life, how we can make the step simple so it doesn't seem impossible to start, and how it can make you money. We're talking all things podcast today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is such a good one. I'm so glad you're here because I've wanted to do this episode for months now. It is all about how to start your very own podcast and why I think you should do it right away. There are so many benefits to starting your own podcast, and I want to go through the steps to do it. I think, as you know, complexity kills execution. So I want to not make it easy, but make it simple. Simplify the things that feel like it would be too hard to start a podcast on your own. When I talk to people about starting their own podcast, they have these ideas and I totally understand why, of this like big complicated plan. Well, when I have, you know, these thousands of dollars to set it up, then I'll start a podcast. Or when I have all these things perfectly lined up, like we know in life, there's never going to be a perfect time to start a business, to have a baby, to start a podcast. So let me tell you what the perfect time is. Now is the perfect time. If you don't do it now, if you have this idea of maybe starting a podcast, you will wish that you did. I promise you it is not too late. Podcasting is the way that we communicate, so many of us, and it is essential if you have a brand or a lifestyle brand or you want to have a brand or a lifestyle brand or if you want to be seen as an expert in your specific industry or niche or maybe you just are really good at something in life and you don't even have a business, a blog, or an idea of the way to propel it, let me tell you what the first step is. Start a podcast because it gets you out there in the world. Even if you have no idea where you want to go, it puts you out there. Having 
conversations with people that you never would have connected with otherwise. So my goal in today's podcast is to tell you all the steps in how to start your own podcast. And throughout all these steps, I'm going to explain to you my passion behind why I know this is such a great step for most people. So I've been talking, I've been thinking about doing this episode and I talk to people in my in my world, like my friends and friends of friends, like you got to start a podcast. Like after we have like some great conversation, I'm like, this should be a podcast. You need to start a podcast about this. You need to start a podcast about this. But the thing is, is people will always have kind of a, a, oh yeah, but I don't have time or it's so much money. I'm going to break down for you how I've made it so simple. Again, not easy, but just I've simplified the process. So it's not expensive. It doesn't take a lot of time. You don't have to be an expert at at doing at doing recordings and talking or being on video. You just have to show up as you are and give it your best. And I'm telling you, even if you have no idea where you want to go, a podcast is just such a great vehicle to get there. Like I mentioned in the introduction, a podcast gives you credibility in a similar way that writing a book gives you credibility. It makes you an expert on this topic. So if it's something in business or if it's even something just like very cool that you're interested in, but it's like it's your thing. Like I'd love to start a, a, a podcast on kids' parties. Like I just love kids' parties. I love the magic. I love the experience. I love everything about kids' parties. Like that's just my favorite hobby. So let's say I was going to start a podcast on kids' parties. Maybe you have no idea like what's the next step? Why are you even doing it? What does it monetize to? But what I'm telling you is you don't have to know the end game to just start because at the very least, you will have the best time doing it. It's really probably the most surprising thing for me about the whole podcasting process is how it like it sets my soul on fire. And I think if you do it the right way, it will be so rewarding and fulfilling. And it is it just makes you feel constantly like you're constantly learning. Even if you're learning through educating, you're constantly reading and researching. And it, for me, helps me not just be in the routine of life where you're driving a carpool and you're going to the doctors and you're doing all the things. It like, it's it's so inspiring. It's almost hard to put into words. But for me, it has allowed me to connect with people that I would never, ever connect with and hear what different things, what different experiences are like for people in different parts of the country and not just live in my bubble, but have these cool conversations and interact with people on a given topic. It could be something lighthearted or it could be something serious, but to put something out in the world that you're passionate about, that you're knowledgeable on, that you care about is a very, very cool feeling. It keeps you having forward motion in life. And I really think that that's what makes us feel fulfilled is when we have forward motion and we feel like we're progressing. I think a podcast can be such a great way to feel forward motion. Let's start with all the things you might tell yourself. I'm terrible at speaking. I get so nervous. 
would anyone even listen? I'm terrible at tech. It's too late. I had this idea two years ago. If I was going to do it, I should have done it then. Um, I already fa- I already found a podcast that's too similar to what I would do. Let me tell you, the answer to all of these things is there's space for everyone. It's just like writing books, more and more books, thousands of books are published, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, lots and lots of books are published every year. And lots of them have a similar topic, but a different approach and a different author. Not in a cheesy way, but in a very genuine way, your voice is unique, your experience is unique, and podcasting is only going to get bigger. And If you don't start now, you would have wished you would have. And I'm telling you, it is a great time to start because it's how people spend their time. It's how they spend their time exercising or during their commute. I love listening to podcasts when I'm doing my makeup and curling my hair or if I'm cooking in the kitchen for a while and there's no one, there's no family members in the kitchen, I'll put on a podcast. It's the way we entertain ourselves. And there is so much room for more voices, for your voice in this space. So when you start to tell yourselves all those reasons why, why you would suck, why no one would listen. And listen, everybody from the start of time who has ever started a podcast has always said these same things, right? Because we doubt ourselves and we try to we try to convince ourselves why this isn't worth our effort. I'm telling you, it's worth your effort at the very least because it, if you do it right and make it and make it simple, it's so personally rewarding and fulfilling and sets your soul on fire and keeps you moving forward. For that reason alone, it's worth it. But if you really do it and put energy into it and are consistent with it, it's going to bring you so much more than just that. So let's start with kind of how I got to this. So when I started my first podcast, the Million Dollar Tan Podcast, when I owned my company, I wanted to put out information because I had a brand and people were constantly asking questions about the brand. So it was a natural start. It was an education and it was, you know, informative and it was fun and it was tips and hacks and trips and tricks. And it directly benefited my business because people would be more invested in the brand and they could learn more tips and understand our specific products. So having a brand and a podcast that aligned with that brand is a no-brainer. But here's the thing. I was never selling things on the podcast. It's constantly inform, educate, entertain, inform, educate, entertain, give value, give value, give value. And then when you have something to sell or to promote, it just happens naturally. I am a huge fan with whatever you do in doing give, 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 give a million times and then mention what you have. Like that's what I've done with this podcast. I never started it with any intention of selling anything. After I started the Million Dollar Tan podcast, I, well, as you've heard in the intro, I was writing on my desktop this sort of journal of different lessons I had learned. And I was like, no, my my kids are never going to read this. It's getting so long. I'm just going to start a podcast. And then I remember mentioning to a friend the title, How to Be Awesome. And she's like, do you think people will think that's bragging? And I'm like, not if I explain it. The whole concept is I'm really trying to be awesome at all these things. And when I figure something out, 
I'll do a podcast episode on that. And I just think it's it's interesting and inspiring and I have no idea what it's going to lead to, but I love it. And I think it's putting positive positivity and sharing good tips and good thoughts out in the world. There's no downside to that. So let's just do it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've been able to have whatever level of success I've had in business is because I've always known that I wasn't the smartest in the room, but I'd always go for it anyways and be willing to try really hard and research and just go for it and figure, well, trying it and failing is a bigger win than not trying it and not having the opportunity to win or fail. So let's just go and we'll figure it out. And a lot of times I'll also just kind of jump in and commit to it without even knowing, without even knowing all the steps involved. And that's kind of what I did with podcasting. So I am going to share with you all the steps that you need to know to start your own podcast, how I started, the mistakes I made, the way I adjusted, and how I think you should do it now. First, in developing this whole concept, I've been mentoring women in business and I've helped several women now start their own podcast and I've seen how it's been so so great for them. And it's been so much easier than they ever thought. I can't tell you how many women I talk to are like, yeah, I've been trying to start a podcast for two years. I'm like, okay, cool. In that two years, what have you actually tried? And when we get down to it, not really very many things, but it's like they've tossed around the idea of starting a podcast, but actually executing, taking the first right step and then the next right step to actually make it happen. That never happened. So my goal is removing complexity so we can actually execute. So in helping these women start their own podcast, I've been making worksheets for them. Like, okay, here are your worksheets. If you have a guest, do this worksheet so that you're prepared. Here's how to write the intro and the exit. Here's how to find someone to do your voiceover so you have a professional introduction and exit in addition to, to, to everything else that you're going to say. So this whole podcast is very polished. So I've been writing all these things and all these instructions for them and worksheets and downloads. And I'm like, I really want to put this together in a package. So what I did is I put together a start your own podcast course. It's everything I've learned step by step with pictures and really at length of how to start your own podcast. So just kind of full disclosure, I have, I'm telling you everything you need in this podcast. I am holding nothing back, but obviously in podcast format, there's a lot more depth to everything. So I have the course coming out at the beginning of the year. And then also I am doing a group coaching that goes along with the course. So we break it down in six weeks each week. So everybody in the group is starting their own podcast. So we'll have 50 women who are starting their own podcast on this same journey, all different topics, all different parts of the country, but all with the same goal of starting and launching successfully their own podcast by the end of the six weeks. I am so jazzed about it. I know how much how much growth it has given for the women that I mentor. And I talk to so many women that want to join my mentorship program, but I'm full at the moment. And some of them um, aren't at the aren't at the stage to where they're ready for the full mentorship program, but they would love to start a podcast. So this far and away was the most kind of the single action item that people ask for the most. So I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm writing a course and I'm doing a group coaching a, a group coaching program. So for six weeks, a big group of us, we're all going to go through all the steps. 
homework each week so that so that it happens. So we don't we're not one of these so you're not one of these people who in 2 years wakes up at the same place where you're like quote working on starting a podcast when really we're not taking any action to starting a podcast. So full disclosure, that's kind of like the next level if you feel like this podcast route is good for you but you need a little bit of extra push. Again, I'm going to go through next all of the steps in starting a podcast, but that's kind of like the next le- next level version of it. So first step in starting your pl- podcast is planning it, doing a brain dump. Maybe you know your topic and your title and your ideas right away, or maybe you need to work through it. So I always have everyone do a full brain dump of everything you think. Even if the idea sounds ridiculous or silly or stupid, put it all down podcast titles, ideas, topics for episodes. If it's a guest platform or maybe you have guests every episode or guests every now and then, write down who could you possibly have as guests, maybe that you know or people that you could reach out to and start brain dumping and trying to put together like what's your best ideas here? When you're ready to record, I use Zencaster. It only works on Chrome and it is such an easy podcast platform. I talk to so many people who feel like they have to go to a studio and pay thousands of dollars a month. And here's the thing. When I first started doing this, I researched all this stuff and it made me slow down because I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to cost $150 per episode to edit. Well, that's going to add up really fast. I need to find um, time to rent a studio and I need to find um, someone who's going to film it and then edit the video and all this stuff. And here's the thing. You could do it that full full version, but you definitely don't need to. In my opinion, the only reason why a professional podcasting studio is necessary is if you want the high quality video to go along with it. If you want that, then I think a studio could be a good fit for you. If you are like the majority of podcasts, I would say 90% plus, who just want nice, crisp, clean audio, You can do it with one microphone and whatever computer you have. I will link my favorite microphone in the show notes. It is so fantastic and clear and it is inexpensive. Let me see how much my podcast microphone is. It's crazy because I'm all about making this as easy as possible. I think it's around $100 or a little bit less than $100, um, but that's all you need. You just need one podcast microphone, and that's it to get started. And then as far as editing, like I said, I hired a company at first. I was paying $150 an hour, uh, sorry, an episode to have it edited. Then I was like, this is crazy. I'm doing, I'm not making money on the podcast yet. I don't want to pay $150 per episode. So I started editing my own podcast. Then I'm like, man, this is, this is getting heavy. And I'm kind of losing the inspiration for it. So now I have to record it and do the show notes and do all all the uploading and stuff. I just want to focus on creating awesome podcasts. So then this is what I did. I had an assistant. Her name is Audrey and she is fantastic. She is so smart and organized and sweet and has the most happy, positive attitude. And I said, Audrey, what do you think about starting a media business? I am going to show you everything you need to know about doing podcast editing and I want you to edit podcasts for me and for anyone that that I help start a podcast. And I want to do it for $35 an episode. And that means we edit the episode, we put it on every podcast platform and on 
um, the person's website if they have one with show notes and optimize and everything like that. So that's what I did. I took the $150 edit. I showed Audrey how to do it. So now Audrey is this fantastic podcast as editor and it cost me $35 per episode. If you want to do it yourself, you can do it on a program like GarageBand or something similar. Okay. So to kind of go back to the recording and editing process, you record on Zencaster. Now, Zencaster does do video as well as audio, but it's kind of like Zoom video because you're doing it on two different computers. So picture it like if you were recording a Zoom. Not not the highest quality, but totally works. A lot of people do it that way. If you want that like next next level like full-on professional high-def video editing, video shooting and editing, then you'll want a studio. But for regular podcasting and for the majority of us, one microphone and your laptop is all you need for good quality professional podcasting. Another thing that you'll want to find, I use Fiverr.com to find a professional voiceover person. So what you'll do is you'll write a script with the introduction and the exit that someone else will record for you. It's pretty inexpensive. And you can listen to a whole bunch of different voices, whatever you want, whoever speaks to you, and then you can have people record it and test it out. Usually it comes with a couple different back and forth versions. So you'll write your introduction and then they'll record it. And so you might want to edit your own copy. You might say, okay, that was way too long. Let me take this part out or this doesn't sound right. Or you might message them back and say, can you actually enunciate these words instead of these words because contextually that makes a lot more sense. Or maybe the first time around that person that you thought would would sound right and sound right with your voice and, and the tone of the podcast, maybe it doesn't connect. And again, it's, inexp- it's, it's pretty inexpensive. So then you would just try someone new on Fiverr and then have them do your intro and your exit. So then when you're doing the editing or you're paying someone to do the editing or Audrey is doing your editing, you use GarageBand or one of those similar um, editing formats, editing programs to put it all together. There are lots of different ways to do it. You know from my podcast, I love it the best. My introduction usually ideally less than a minute, but sometimes I can't I can't get it in, in less than a minute. So usually it's a minute introduction and then it's my professional intro then it's the body of the podcast, then the professional exit. I love that format. I think it's just like really nice and polished. And it's this professionally produced podcast, but it's inexpensive and it's efficient. I don't like anything that is too complicated that it makes it heavy. It makes it not fun. So what I do, I record my podcast. I email it to Audrey. She edits it. She puts it on um, all the podcast platforms. She puts it on my website she texts me the morning that it goes live. She texts me my the link to my website where it's at and then the little one-minute teaser. So I have her take my introduction and make it an Instagram story with the words below it so people have an idea of what the podcast episode is about and if it's something that interests them. So it's kind of like that little teaser. So all these things – I've figured out how to have it nice and handled. So my job is to be reading and learning and figuring out what I'm inspired by and what I want to talk about. I'm not weighed down by the logistics. And that's why I think, that's how I think it can, this podcasting can be your favorite thing because it's like a journal. It's like a diary. It's like, 
it's just the coolest platform and the way to keep you growing and learning and educating and all the things without the heaviness that often comes along with projects like this. So we're going to use Zencaster to record. We're going to use Fiverr to find our professional voiceover person. We are going to pay to have it edited, or we're going to use a program like GarageBand to edit it ourselves. When it comes to publishing the podcast, you're going to use a my favorite, I guess I shouldn't say you're going to use, the, the, the hosting program that I think works best is Libsyn. And again, all these, everything I mentioned is going to be in the show notes, podcast hosting. So Libsyn is the program that you're going to sign up for that helps put it on all the podcast platforms. You have your login. You can check your stats. You can see what types of podcasts are people listening to the most. How many total downloads do you have? When are people listening? All the statistics about your podcast, that's where you're going to find it. So there's a couple different logins. There's some monthly fees involved depending on what you start with. They usually will have a free Um, introductory period. I'm all about making podcasting easy and accessible. So it's like not this, so it's, you know, a very low investment each month. So even if it's not making money right away, it doesn't feel, it feels like it's okay because you're not spending a ton of time on the actual cost of recording it or hosting it or editing it. It's all pretty manageable. Then You really want to have your own website to put it on as well as putting it on all of the podcast platforms. So if you don't have, if you have a website, then that's easy. You go in the back end of the website and figure out which, which plugin you can add. For our website, we just use, we're on a Shopify website. We just add it as a blog and we just enter every podcast episode as a blog entry And then it's very easy to search. It's easy for people to listen on our podcast. It works really well. So if you don't have a website, start one. I always like Shopify best because I figure at some point you will sell something. I love their shopping cart features. And I love that you, anyone, even if you are not super tech savvy, you can create your own website. You don't need a graphic designer. You don't need some expensive plan. You go on Shopify, again, do like a free trial, but then there's a monthly fee involved, but it's not that much. It increases the more things you have on it and the more products, but to start, it's not that expensive. And you pick a template. So it's kind of like the look and the vibe and the fonts that you like. You create this template and then you choose how many photos you want on the homepage. You make your tabs. What do you want all the pages to be? And it's very, you're going to have to watch some tutorials, spend some time on Google, Um, watching some videos, but you can create your own website that where your podcast lives as well. And even if you have no idea where this is going to go, what's the next step? What else is going to be on the podcast? It's just like, just take the next, the next best step. I love having the podcast on all platforms, but I also love having it live on your own website. If you don't have one, um, I think it's always a good time to start one. And I personally like Shopify the best. So we've recorded our podcast, edited it, we've published it through Libsyn. Now we're launching. So now one thing, it can take some time for it to be approved and actually pushed out. So when the day comes where you're actually going to do it, I like to actually kind of be in touch with them to kind of see. Sometimes the approval process lately for us, it's been just under a week, I'd say like five days. So just don't expect 
once you upload your first podcast, don't announce until it's actually published that it's out there because that's the only thing. It can be a little bit of a gray area. It could be like, it could take one day. It could take five days for that like instant, that non-instant approval process. So just kind of have that in mind. So we are publishing and launching. Now, how do we get people to listen? This is one of the the questions I get asked the most, and we start with your inner circle. So posting it on your own social media, telling your friends, hey, post this in your – I'm going to post this in my stories and tag you. Post it on your stories so, you know, your circle sees it, but also like your friend's circle starts seeing it. Like, oh, yeah, you know, my friend of friend. What is she talking about? That's cool. So you start to kind of get out there through your circle of friends and the people you know. Next – You want to be on other people's podcasts. It's the best way to share audiences. So you'll want to write an email template that's like, I call it the can I be on your podcast template and a quote, do you want to be on my podcast template? So you'll write two email templates inviting people to be on your podcast or asking to be on their podcast. And pick people to start that are kind of in your same world. Don't go for the biggest podcast. Listen, shoot for the stars. But just in general, it can be difficult. Like I get so many, so many people asking to be on my podcast. And to be honest, I really don't even see the emails my assistant does just because I'm so busy. I don't really have guests on my podcast. I'm just not set up that way unless something comes about naturally that really makes sense. But just for me, I like to do it when I'm inspired. A lot of times I do it at 6 a.m. or at 9 p.m. at night. It's it's just not a set routine. So for me, it doesn't really work. So I have people email me all the time and I just don't even see them. So don't be discouraged if you have to send lots and lots of emails, especially at first, to actually get a response. But that's the best way. Put yourself out there. Then you'll get one. Awesome. Now you post it on your social media. They post it on their social media. Now you're sharing audiences and you have all these extra ears and they can go back through and listen to old podcasts and and binge the podcast and like fall in love with your way of podcasting and your topics. And then they are, you know, they are your people now. So definitely out of the gate, we want to write those templates and make them as little little salesy as possible, more like what value do you bring? Anytime I'm writing templates like this, it's like what value do you bring for them? You know, obviously we want to sell ourselves, but this isn't about you. This is about them. How can you bring value to them and to their listener and approach it that way? And I think that your emails will really um, get max, max life, max benefit if you approach it that way. And again, I can't stress enough how if you do it in the way that feels good to you. Like for me, it feels good to not have to do it. Like if I had to do it Monday, Monday, 10 a.m. scheduled, it just wouldn't feel right. I have to do it when I'm inspired. Like I'll be reading something for a month and then all of a sudden I'll listen to a podcast from five years ago about it. I'm like, this is the moment. Like it's all kind of come together. All the 10 things I've listened to and read have come together. I need to record this right now. That's what works for me. So do it in a way that sets your soul on fire. And it will be your favorite thing. Like for growth and progress and happiness, I'm telling you, it's just so good. It is, it's just the best feeling when you do it right. Now, let's talk about making money. There are lots of ways to make money with the podcast. The only thing I will tell you totally honestly is podcasting is a long game. If you don't already have a big network, podcasting is more of a long game strategy. Now listen, you can hustle and make money quickly, 
Um, but a lot of times it's setting yourself up for the long term. And as you grow and have more downloads, it's easier to make more money. But here are the ways you make money from a podcast. Sponsored episodes. Going to companies that align with things you're talking about or your vision or things you love and ask them to sponsor your podcast episode. You can have them do just one or you can have them commit to like one one a month for the next three months. And I'm telling you, I've worked with women who have gotten sponsors for their podcast and they start out with $100 an episode, $200 an episode, and they work their way up to $500 and $1,000 an episode. And they work with, they work with um, brands that it makes sense for and they just put a lot of effort in to connecting with them and presenting. Some people that I know have way less downloads than other people, but because the way that they do it and they approach the brands that are really nicely aligned and they're they're very thorough with it, they make great sponsorship money. And then my favorite way to have sponsored episodes is for it not to seem salesy and cheesy and sponsored. You know, like as you don't want it to seem like those ads that everyone just wants to skip through, but it's like a genuine kind of talking. Like I love the ones where people kind of talk through it as as naturally as they can, like they would talk about something that they naturally love. So one way to make money, sponsored episodes. Next, make yourself a media deck. I like so easy. Go on Etsy, find a template, type in media deck template, download or buy one you like. They're normally like, you know, anywhere from $3 to $10, maybe $15. Get it on on Canva and edit up your media deck. Write about your experience and put your podcast cover. And if you don't have any downloads yet, or if you don't have a big social media following, don't even include numbers. It's kind of like a resume, but for your podcast, this is your life resume. Do it as a one-sheeter, or if you have more information to fill, do it on two separate sheets. But this is your media deck. This is what you're going to include when you email people. Can I be on your your podcast or will you be on my podcast? So you're showing them what you have to offer, that you have a professional podcast and you have an audience and you have a vibe and a vision and you're, you're out there and you're hustling and why it makes sense for them to want to spend time and, and team up with you. So that media deck is going to help you get more listeners and also help you get sponsors. So sponsored episodes is one thing, but also make yourself a media deck because depending on what your goal is, if you have a product you're trying to sell or if you are the product, like say you're a salesperson, say you're a real estate agent, you still want a media deck about you as the podcast host. It just brings more weight to what you're doing. Another way to make money with a podcast is start a lifestyle brand and use affiliate links to make commissions. So picture yourself, you're months into your podcasting adventure and you're talking about different things you like. Maybe you have a health and nutrition and fitness podcast and you're talking about your favorite protein powder and your favorite blender and your favorite ankle weights and your favorite workout bands. When you're talking about all these things, you should have affiliate links in the show notes to make commissions. So you could have this podcast that is totally for free, that, you, that you're putting out all this great information because you're an expert in this nutrition space. But when you're naturally talking about these things like unsponsored, this is what I think works the best for this, and this is for recovery, and this is your pre-workout, all the different things, instead of just linking it, put affiliate links 
in your show notes. And your podcast can make you money from the commissions you make from your affiliate links. It is so good. Again, so much of this is long game. You're not going to make 10 grand the first month, but you certainly could if you're consistent with it and you constantly give it your all consistently. It really, you'll be surprised at the momentum it gets and how people really fall in love with your podcast and learn to know you and trust what you say. And uh, it really can develop into this very cool business, whether you have a business to promote now or you're starting one to promote, like I said, with the lifestyle brand, with the affiliate links and the commissions. There are different ways to use a podcast as a vehicle to make money. And like I said, the, the, the overarching approach needs to be provide value over and over and over and over and ask for nothing and then tell them about what you have to sell but it has to be value, 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 value. That's how people trust you. They know they're not just coming on a podcast to be sold something. It's out of a genuine, it's from a genuine place and sharing what you think is genuinely your best tips and your favorite things. I really think if you take what you feel like you're the most passionate about and you're the best at, And if you can break through all the reasons you tell yourself why you can't do it or why you shouldn't do it, or someone six months ago told you that you failed at that one thing and you're, you're never going to, you shouldn't put yourself out there because you looked like an idiot. Like none of those things matter. Like it just doesn't people's judgment of us or your friends or your friends who know you. And they might be like, what, What, why you're starting a podcast. But remember, it has nothing to do with them. And in fact, if they kind of have a reaction like that, it could be because maybe they started thought of starting a podcast and they didn't execute on it. So they're kind of pushing their own, you know, I think even people with the best intentions and people we love, maybe if someone is not pushing for new things in their life and then they see you doing it, it feels uncomfortable for them. So it's like, what, what? Why? Like, how are you going to do that and not mess it up? You know how? Because you're going to get up, you're going to show up, you're going to do it the best way you know how, and we're making this process simple. We're not making it this huge monster that's just like so hard and so many steps and so expensive. Like, we are simplifying it. This is about you taking this incredible platform and putting it out there, putting out content in your voice in this moment of time that is so valuable and it can lead to so many different things. Whether you have a project now and you want the podcast to enhance that project or you are starting with the podcast and you want to start the podcast and have that lead to a project or a business or um, something new, a side hustle, a blog, a lifestyle brand, whatever it is, a podcast is such an incredible vehicle and I think that it is something that you will love the process of. It will be so much more simple than you think to actually execute on. And it can just bring you that next level growth and progress in your life that we all want. In the show notes, I am going to kind of break down everything I talked about with the steps, with the links. And then I'm also going to include a link to our How to Be Awesome at Everything page with the course and the group that we have coming up. If you feel like that feels like it could be a good connection for you, I'll put the link so you have more information on that. But I'm telling you, podcasting is 
is now. Like how fortunate are we to live in this space in the universe where you can be sitting in your bedroom with your laptop and a microphone and in six weeks, that's kind of like the sweet spot of what I think from the minute you decide that you're going to do a podcast to the minute it's launched to do it really nice and thoroughly and kind of go through all the steps. That's what I think it is. So how cool is it? That we can live in a time where you can have an idea today and in six weeks from today, you have a fully functioning podcast that anybody in the world can listen to on any platform for a couple hundred dollars. Like that is freaking cool. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that I inspired you to start a podcast. I will make sure these show notes are nice and robust so it gives you lots of links and lots of tips so you can continue your research and your planning. But I'm telling you, don't plan, don't spend two years planning. If you know starting a podcast is the next right step for you, decide and go because that's the only way to do it because we'll overthink it, we'll make it too complicated, and it just doesn't need to be. Podcasting has brought so much joy and energy and 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 fulfillment to my life. Um, I would love, I, I love sharing that love and I would love for you to feel feel fulfilled in that same way. And I'd love to help any step of the way. Thank you so much for listening. Definitely check out the show notes for this one. I will make sure they have everything you need to get going and start your very own podcast. Ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Let me know when you are starting a podcast. If this podcast inspired you to start your own podcast, ping me and I will be sure to share the launch of your podcast on my Instagram stories because I love supporting other people and different projects and I'm so grateful to spend this time with you and um, be a little part of your journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.